Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. New research from the University of Limerick or in conjunction with UL shows there's absolutely no academic advantage to going to a single sex school in Ireland. And there's often a lot of discussion um, around this within the education debate, but the findings are out today from the UL research, no academic advantage. So I want to know, what is the advantage to a single sex school? Mick is with us on the line. Mick, what, what do you think? Yeah, how are you doing? And hello to uh, everyone listening today, indeed. My view on this is that I think increasingly there's a, I get frustrated, I suppose, with what I think is largely largely cleaning um, kind of um, folks maybe saying, you know, looking to remove choice. Whether that's around, um, you know, taxpayers sending their children to, uh, you know, to, to private schools or indeed to um, uh, like a single, uh, single gender school. I think there's a lot of this comes down to choice. I think it would be a terrible thing if the only choice you have is, uh, and I'm thinking of Henry Ford here, is where all schools are essentially state-run and um, co- uh, co-ed in terms of the gender. So you think we, we, we need to leave, the, leave, it as, leave it things as the way they are, leave the choice there? My view, yeah, exactly. I think, uh, I think choice is a wonderful thing. Um, and I think I'm very suspicious always, and uh, I, some people might um, not like what I say here, but I'm very suspicious of, always of some of the people who, who, who make these statements uh, who suggest that, um, you don't know whether, again, uh, whether it's private education or um, single, single, uh, single-sex schools. As, as being a bad thing. Uh, and the, w- w- why do they want to remove choice from people? And ultimately, I think the ultimate arbiters of all this stuff should be, as long as the choice is there, the ultimate arbiters should be the parents who actually know their children best and know mm. what the right um, solution for their children is in terms of, choi- in terms of the choice of schools, yeah. wh- where, where they should be sent to. Um, at the end of the day, um, I think it's the parents who, well, for the most part, are the ones who are out working hard, paying taxes to keep the whole show on the road. And they should have the choice of where they send their schools. And I take great exception to uh, what I believe to be a very kind of lefty-leaning kind of um, feeling I'm getting around these okay, topics, around okay. this, and around private so education. Yeah. Just, just I suppose to give some um, perspective or background to listeners, if you're just joining us, this is a survey. It's about 5,000 15-year-olds in Ireland um, that were surveyed on topics around uh, reading, maths and science. And it looked at how they fared out, um, whether they were in a single sex or in a mixed sex, sex school. And they found that where students in the single sex school typically scored higher in assessments than their co education educational peers, the differences could be linked to actually the student's background. Uh, Background, home life, socioeconomic background and um, effectively there was no academic advantage. Una Dunphy is with us on the line because Una, you're a former teacher. Uh, What what do you see the advantage in same-sex schools? Yeah, I think this is, uh, hi Andrea, it's great research. It's just kind of backing up what has come before and um, it's uh, very welcome really because um, unfortunately Many people don't have choices and they have to send their children to the nearest school, whether it's single sex. Be with the, the, the larger schools developing now that that happens to be the way. Um, but I suppose it's, it's echoing the findings of the ESRI and other reports that have come um, in the past 10 years or so that have taken in different 
um, background and different uh, metrics to see how students are faring. And I think it's quite surprising in this day and age that we would segregate by sex, particularly when we have, um, or by gender, sorry. And even if you look at the UNICEF publication, which is very far-reaching, and I don't know if you'd call UNICEF a lefty organisation, but they have a gender transformative education um, report that came out in December 2021, and it refers to inclusivity, what's best for the individual, um, for boys, for girls, and for gender minorities. And I think we'll find in Ireland that our school system is kind of out of touch, a bit of an outlier in Europe. Um, there's only really New Zealand and Australia and Ireland that have such a high proportion of single-sex schools. Mm. And it would be great if we all had a choice and parents were leading this choice, but that's not the reality for most people on the ground. Can I ask you about your own professional background, Una? Did you teach in mixed or same-sex? I was mostly um, early school leaving. Um, I did both primary, secondary for a spell, but um, I was working with uh, literacy and numeracy and early school leavers for most of my professional career in education. Do you, like, even just leaving the academics to one side for a minute, Mm. what's the advantage to the the single-sex school? Well, I don't know of any advantage to single really, sex. Really? Yeah, you don't see anything yeah, I beyond. Uh, okay. I think when they've when they've uh, debunked what was often um, lauded by uh, dinner party parents that you know their girls are better off. Often the girls who are better off are girls who went to well-to-do schools. Whereas if you broke it down like they have now, that that when those metrics are taken into consideration, mm. that um, they're they're no they're not relevant anymore. And I think from a socialisation, what was interesting in the report read in the Times earlier, it said that, um, I think it's Dara Flannery with Dr. Daniel Flannery was um, quoted and he That's was right. talking about how how from this now we can go further which I think is important in education we can go further than just the academic achievement and we can look at how people get better or, or how they are in confidence in socialisation, in um, peer groups and how like we can look at um, all the um, different voices and intersectionality that's been introduced across all other um, forms of society, but not in schools. Okay. Erica has texted in to say schools are more than just ac- about academic achievement. Why has this blatant point been missed? Girls already struggle with engagement in sports. I treasure my secondary days away from the male gaze. Um, for instance, things like uh, cream on spots, nobody cared. Working through the, through the discomfort of growing into a woman without the extra stress of boys to impress on a daily basis. Don't worry. Um, uh, says Erica as well. Students and parents, as this listener, have choice. That simple. Students, Some students thrive in single-sex schools where they can build more confidence and some prefer mixed. The choice should be there. Anti-bullying policies fail in schools, though, uh, according to this listener. Um, another Dublin texter says, it's all about choice. I have three kids, all girls. Two of them were happy in a co-ed school. One wasn't. And at 15, asked to be moved to a single-sex school. Has con- has continued to thrive there. Ireland has more choices for parents than in most other countries. Yes to diversity in school types. Um, no to one model fits all nonsense. Says this listener. Um, Declan is with us though on the line in Carlo. Declan, what's your thoughts on single sex versus mixed schools? Just to be clear, I don't have children, so I couldn't make any of that decision. And whatever school I went to, <clears throat> that was decided by my parents. Now, I know the logistics of things would have had a big impact in the 70s and 80s, what school you went to because of distance and all that type of thing. But I was in national school eight years in an all-boys school. And then secondary school, 
<clears throat> I call it a mixed school. Now, <clears throat> if it was me, I would do completely the reverse. I would have, if I had, if I could decide all over again, I would have went to a mixed national school and then purely to an all male secondary school. And my reasons is not really the academics of it, but I just think I <laughs> I would have been a bit more focused. I think if we didn't have the girls in the class in the secondary school, you know, I was a bit more giddy, a bit more whatever. But I think that's something I just went through myself. So you'd prefer to do it if you were to go back and do it all again, yeah, all again. mixed in I primary think, and, yeah, and, yeah. And, and and the seventies, like the seventies. Now I don't want to go through the whole thing again, but the seventies. Was a was a national school was a was, could be a tough time, um, <clears throat> you know. I mean, I still have a chip on my shoulder about the way some of the teachers treated us. Okay. But I think that it wouldn't have been anything if there had been girls. I don't think it would have been anything near as tough if uh, there had been girls around in the classroom at the time, um, you know. And 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 um, whereas, like in the secondary school, you know, I I, I felt I probably was trying to show off a little bit more to the girls mm. than I should have if you understand so it wasn't that it was my fault it wouldn't have been the school's fault or it wouldn't have been anything else it was just purely that you know that that giddiness that yeah. I could talk about teenager. was there it's well, uh, yeah <laughs> no I, I like yeah. yeah I mean maybe and you know and that's fine now and I remember just I, I, used, I heard people speaking earlier <clears throat> or texting in about I actually was there when the uniform came in to the secondary school mm. I was in and it made a huge difference to both the fellas and the girls. Yeah. Funny, a lot of points actually, um, a lot of points on that around the uniforms. Do you have a view on that, Una? Are you still there with us? I've um, often said that um, I feel uniforms in this day and age are about control. And again, if you look at where in the workplace or where in life you're made to wear a uniform, it's pretty limited unless it's for safety or you wear a white coat or cooking or something like that. Um, it's it's regimental and it's about controlling children. And to be honest, I don't think it makes a difference. I've worked with kids and students who've come in in their own clothes and they'd be from the poorest society and it didn't make any difference yeah. at all. I I'm actually think I I loved the idea of having to wear a uniform in school because it just took out all the pressure that goes with um, I thought all the you know the pressure with trying to fit in and having this and that and the same as everybody else and you know all, all that goes with it. This listener says my 13 year old daughter is delighted to be in an all girls school due to the pressures of phones and Snapchat and the pressure that comes with that. She said to me recently I'm so glad that I went to an all girls school I wouldn't have survived. It was a great choice for her she absolutely loved it. I think we should leave the choice for parents and students yeah I think that's a, that's a very fair point Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.